This is Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. A warm welcome to the Glass Half Full podcast. My name is Steve Twynham, inspirational coach and also founder of Inspire Radio. Uh, Glass Half Full, well, it's what it's all about, but it's all about bringing inspirational and thought-provoking interviews with guests from around the world to help people make some positive changes in their life. Maybe you will hear something in the interviews on Glass Half Full that may well resonate with you and may be the catalyst to begin helping you make a change. Sit back and enjoy this episode of Glass Half Full. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. You're listening to Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twynham, right here on Inspire Radio. Now, Inspire Radio, of course, it's all about bringing some positivity to the airwaves, but tainted with realism as well. And uh, very shortly, I'll be going across to Kansas City uh, to talk to uh, Ryan Bennett. Now, Ryan is a high-performance coach, author and speaker who guides people to reach their full potential. He has a proven method of intentional growth based upon his book called Intentional Day, a proven guide for intentional growth. I speak to Ryan Bennett next, right here on Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. So you're listening to Inspire Radio. It's always great to bring inspirational guests from around the world. Uh, and we're off to Kansas City now. We're talking to we're talking to Ryan Bennett. Now, Ryan is a high-performance coach, author, speaker, who guides people to a more intentional life and have more intention in their life. Look forward to finding out about this. Um, this is in business, and, and he does this with teams as well through a proven method of intentional growth. Ryan, good afternoon. Welcome, or good morning to you, sir. Welcome to Inspire Radio. Oh, it is an honor to be on the show with you, Steve. So, all right, let's explore this word intentional for a start. And um, so tell me a little bit about how you got involved in this this area of work. Yeah, uh, yeah, great question. Let me first talk about what how I define intentional yeah. and how I got into this. And so it's really a basic understanding and yet people don't do it, but it's having purpose and direction to the life you want to live. It's easy to get on the treadmill or the, what I call the autopilot of average and not to live a more directed and intentional life, the life you want to live. So that's how I define intentionality and how I came to kind of understand all this and, and, and be where I'm at today is actually because of a failed business. And so right after a successful college baseball career, I went out and I tried to do a startup in Silicon Valley. And over two and a half years, built a team, raised a little bit of money. And over time, unfortunately, I became a statistic and I had to shut down that business, let the team go and move back here to Kansas City. Understanding that I, I, th- you know, I thought I was a failure and I was down and depressed. And I didn't know what to do. And around that same time, I was approached to join another uh, startup as a founding team member of it. And over that seven-year period, you know, we raised venture capital dollars. We have million dollars of revenue. You know, we have Fortune 500 clients. So that was successful. But the difference of the two, I had an aha moment in the failure. Okay. And what I realized was that the mindset and disciplines that I put on the baseball field, I needed to take those same exact disciplines and mindset and philosophies to the business world. Wow. 
And unfortunately, so, that failed business is what caused me to learn that, Steve. You know what? But but out of that adversity, you know, hopefully we do learn things, don't we, Ryan? You know, so um, unfortunately, some people don't, but that's why we're here to help them <laughs> to learn these things. So what kind of things did you take from the baseball field then into the, the success? What What type of things were they? Well, it, it came around one, – one is the idea of failure. And so in baseball, if you fail seven out of ten times on the field as a, as a hitter, you're a Hall of Fame Major League Baseball player, which wow. is an inc- incredible. And so the idea that, to me, failure is not trying at all. That's what failure is. If I don't try and, and I, I let fear take over and I don't put myself out there, that's failure. To me, and, and I learned this from baseball, is that each time that you don't succeed is what you wanted to do – you can tweak it, learn upon it, practice it, and get better at every single bat, every single game. And so that mindset can also uh, translate really well to your professional career and your personal life as well. So, Ryan, is there a bit around there as well about um, – I'm, I'm just picturing you on the baseball field because I used to play football as well yeah, over this part of the world. And at times in my football career, I, I tended to – focus on what people thought about how I was performing rather than on my own performance. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah. What, what will people think about me today when I walk off this field? Um, and everybody has an opinion, don't they? So let them have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. But how, I think the, the key question is how do you feel? Like, have you lived the life you want to live, Steve? You know, have we, stopped and paused and thought about what life will look like, what we want it to look like five years from now. And if so, what do we, what do we actually want that to look like? And then taking that even deeper and in a little bit more uh, shorter time frame is what do I need to do today, this week, this month to improve upon myself that, so that I can live the life I want to live five years from now. You know, Ryan, it's good. It's, it's great that you raised that because a bit like you in your your moment there. Um, I've had a few moments in in my life. This, and it's it was oh probably about twenty years ago, and um, I, I was doing some work on a university course, and um, the, the tutor gave me a, suggested a book to read, and the book was from Misery to Meaning in Midlife, which I thought was an interesting concept. And I said, <laughs> I said that bad, eh? Um, and, she, and she said, look, just just read it. And I couldn't get past about page, I think it was about page eight. And, and it's, it's linked to what you're saying there. And in that book, it said, I'll paraphrase it, I might not get it exactly right. But it said, most people live their life like reading a book. They turn the page to see what happens next. Only a few people write their own book. Oh, I love that. And it was at that point that I said, this is it. I am now going to start writing my own book. I'm going to be my authentic self. Stop trying to please others all the time and start to live the life that I want to live. And that was a massive turning point. Wow. How, and looking back now, all those years later, it, has that been, what, what has been that defining moment for you? It's, it's really finding that meaning and purpose of stuff that I enjoy doing. You know, that's been, and, and like you're, we're going to, we'll go on and talk about the plans and things, but, but it's being clear and focused on, on what I want to do and where I want to go. And right, saying no to lots of things. 
because I don't know if you felt it, but in life sometimes it was, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, somebody over there's doing well at, at that. Oh, they're doing well over there. I could do with a bit of that. I could do with a bit of that. I could do that. I could do that. And at the end of the day, you just spread yourself so, so thin, you achieve nothing. So it's a bit, it was, it was focus. It was setting that. Well, let's talk about that. You know, setting goals. I know everybody doesn't like the word goal. They get a bit hung up on it. But, you know, I say to people and, you know, do you write a shopping list? Do you have a plan? <laughs> you know, so, it, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about goal setting for, you know, um, because do you feel that goal setting is enough or is it not enough in itself? Uh, what the science will tell us is that goal setting actually doesn't work. Only 8% of people who set their goals actually achieve them each year. Mm-hmm. And so if we keep on, if only 8% of people achieve it, why do we keep on using the same smart goal formula? And what I've understood is that the reason that goal setting by itself does not work because it solely focuses on the outcome or as athletes, like we are the scoreboard, what does the scoreboard say? But it doesn't focus on the disciplines and habits and growth that we need to become in order to achieve that goal. If we want to win on the field, we can't just show up at game day and expect to win. We have to go in and practice and train and study and develop ourselves so that when we get on the field that day, we are good enough to win the game, good enough to accomplish that goal or that scoreboard. Yeah, I can. And again, I can I can go with that because I, I like, the you know, when you mentioned the smart objectives there, I, re, I remember uh, having a chat with a business coach again, going back about five or six years. And he asked me what my what my aim was or you know, my vision. And my vision is to um, make a positive difference to one million people's lives. Right. Then he came out with a typical business coach question. So. um so how will you know we'll even do that? What smart goals have you set? And I went, well, I haven't. Okay. I said, that's my vision. I shall put it out there and I shall just be the best I can be every day of the week towards that goal. Um, and I remember having a conversation with a manager of a football team over here in the, in the UK who um, is, is um, supporters. If they lost, they thought he didn't care. And it, it's because of the language he used. And when I had a chat with him, what he meant to say to his to the supporters was, as long as my team have gone out every day and done the best that they can be, I cannot knock them in any way. If they've been beaten on the day because somebody's give a uh, refs give a penalty, a dubious penalty, or they've been beaten by a wonder goal, or in baseball by a wonder home run or something i can't do any more than that but if the team have done the best they can be and given all i can't ask any more and i guess that's in a roundabout way what you're trying to say is just keep practicing and keep learning and developing yes 100 percent. that's what i'm saying because what can we control we can't control the outcome sometimes sometimes we get thrown a curveball or sometimes it just doesn't work we get a penalty but what we can control is each and every single day of what are these disciplines that we've developed in our lives that are moving us towards who we want to become. So, so Ryan, in terms of those like simple steps, do, do people often look for the big quantum leap instead of just the, the simple daily steps they can take? I, I find they do. I think it's human nature. I do it. It's a lot for me. And I think other people 
that are kind of success oriented or achievement oriented people, we, it's easy for us. It's easier for us to vision, to vision and see what we want, but it's much, much harder. The ins and outs of every single day to walk that out. It's a much easier to say, Hey, I want to be, I want to have a million dollar business or I want to do $10 million of top line revenue next year. I kind of know how I want to do it, but shoot, it's a lot harder to make those sales calls. It's a lot harder to study those sales calls and study your, study your operations to make sure that you could hit that $10 million mark. And let's just stay for that a minute, a minute, because that's, that's probably an area of people that really don't like doing is picking that phone up and making that sales call. <laughs> but, but again, if, if those sales calls, sales calls are not bringing you the result that you want, how many people still carry on doing the same thing instead of stepping back and analyzing? Do you find that happens? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. So here is here is my formula for growth that I that I've uncovered uh, during my failure, and I and I, I practice it. So I call it the intentional growth model, mm-hmm. and it's really simple to understand. It's knowledge plus discipline, or where those are intentional actions leads to growth. And so you can't just consume YouTube videos, read books, and 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 do all these things without doing a actions towards where you're trying to get to go or you won't grow mm-hmm. the inverse is also true if you like t- tony robbins has a great thing i love is that you can walk east as fast and as hard and as long as you want to but you will never ever see a sunset yes. so you can take all these actions over and over and over but without the pausing to understand and study your craft the knowledge part of the formula you're not going to reach growth either. It's it's a plus. Knowledge, awareness, learning, plus the actions is what leads to growth. So on the sales side, you can make the 20 calls every single day. But if you have not paused to study your sales calls, to learn the emotional intelligence, to pick up on the social cues, to hire a coach to help you study, to take a course. If you've not done these things, the knowledge side, and then taken the 20, 10, 20 calls at the same time, then you're probably not going to grow in your ability to sell. You know, right. I love that. And it's because there's, um, there's a big difference between knowing something at, in, at an intellectual level and understanding what to do with what you know, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, you know, I'm going to be honest, you know, I'm not talking here as though um, I'm some or anybody global superstar. These are learning experiences that we've gone through in life, you know, and um, uh, wisdom, wisdom is a wonderful thing. And uh, I just wish at times we've had the wisdom 30 years ago, but, uh, <laughs> but hey, that's, that's a different story. So what, what, what else about, do you talk about Ryan as well? Because there's, there's leadership, there's all kinds of things that, um, how do you help businesses and individuals? Yeah. So the, um, so part of my book guides people to live a more intentional life. So we just talked a little bit about some of the structure. So the first part is the dreaming part, which we talked about the importance, Steve, you've talked about the, the coach asked you what your vision was hmm. and you painted that picture and it was wonderful. And then he tried to jump down to goals. Well, that doesn't quite work that way. It is great to have the dreaming. The visualization is what psychologists will call it because it helps to your brain to create the neural pathways to achieve the goal. I'm not talking it'll be done for you, but your brain is really efficient. So the more in detail you're able to visualize or dream, 
the easier it is your, for your brain to create a path for you to accomplish that dream. And so following this path down is you, you, you set the dreams and then you do do goal setting. You got to know the outcome. You got to know the scoreboard, what you're going after. But then you got to apply the daily disciplines or the intentional actions that will lead you to the score, to the scoreboard, to the win. The last piece of the, of the formula that's really important is doing it with somebody or what I call the growth partner. And so what the science will tell us is that if you just set a goal and you tell somebody one time about it, you have a 65% chance to achieve that goal. So it's better than the 8% of what most people do, but you're still not very good. But if you have a, a recurring conversation around your goals and your disciplines, the science will tell us that your chances go from 65% to achieve that goal all the way up to 95% chance to achieve that goal by simply just having a recurring conversation weekly with somebody about it. Wow. Um, Ryan, do you, do you think, you just got me thinking there, would you say some people are a bit reluctant to share their vision, their goals and what you know, with somebody because there's a, there's a doubt, there's a, there's a fear of failure somewhere. Does, does that happen? I mean, yes, I think so. The, the, I think it's very vulnerable, the vulnerable spot to be in. I think we're afraid of people telling us that we're wrong or we're afraid of failing or not hitting the goal or not hitting the, what we want to achieve. And, and you talked about the growth coach there. Again, let's just explore that, that for a minute from a growth um, coach perspective. Um, because I, yeah, I've met people that want to work with somebody, but they want the person to give them all the answers and to do it for them. For me, that's not very empowering. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, so I use growth partner on purpose. Mm -hmm. I'm intentional with that word because it's not accountability partner. I don't like the word accountability because accountability reminds me of willpower and task. And you either get a pat on the head or a kick in the butt. Mm -hmm. And that's not sustainable. Eventually, there's a burnout. Or the person is like comes to the accountability coach and wants all the answers. Well, that's not going to lead you a long time because you got to go back to the well every single week for answers. That's not developing you. I use growth partner because growth is a momentum building. It's not necessarily you did a good or bad job, but what did you learn this week? How do you improve upon it for next week? And the person who's, who's wants to grow is the one sharing. And so that simple action builds momentum. That's sustainable that's accelerating you towards where you want to go and not based on willpower or, and eventually a burnout. And, and Ryan, have you come, have you come across this in, in the people that you were with that some people <laughs> want to use the phrase never ever get started because they want everything to be perfect. And I'm just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about baseball, but I'm just picturing you on, you know, as a, as a young baseball player, when you first started, and, and again, even as you went through your career, nothing would have been perfect, would it? Uh, no, you can't. How can you be perfect without <laughs> yeah. actually, like, in the game? you got to be in the game to win the game. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, and, and so many, you know, I still see so many people that don't get started because, well, everything's not right yet. Everything's not in place yet. Well, you know, guys and girls, it never will be in place. Just, just start, I would guess. But... Um, what, what I find on that one, Steve, is that people will come to me because they're intrigued at first, 
Hmm. but because they're not, they're not ready to jump in or it's not the perfect situation for them. Whatever that case may be, what I, what I have found is that they haven't reached that point. The, the point that says, I'm not living a life I want to live and I, I need to change. You need to ch- and they just yes. haven't reached that. And the reality is, is it's, it's about a, a timing. The reality is they do come back to me. It could be three months later, three weeks later, or a year later. What I find is they say, okay, now, now I'm ready, Ryan. Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't live this life anymore. I'm ready to change it. Or I want, I'm, my career is really successful and I'm really happy in my job, but the rest of my life, I have no clue what I'm doing and I need help. Yeah, and, and that's that wonderful bit of self-awareness that I'm ready. Um, I'm ready to make that change and realize that there's only me can make it. But uh, Ryan, in, interestingly enough, you said we, we, we touched on this earlier, um, you know, about surrounding yourself with with people that can support you and i want to use that phrase not the dream stealers they're all there aren't they you know you know who who do you think you are steve that you could do that right who do you think you are that could do that or you must be joking and all that kind of thing so you know if you surround yourself with the right people that can make a massive difference i guess Uh, yes and actually i think it's proven so dr mcclellan a, a, a researcher out of Harvard did a study and he found that the, the best that the five people you surround yourself with and spend the most time with will have a direct effect on your life. And I say that in a way where you didn't hear me say the most positive people. I said the people you spend the most time with will result in how your life is. Mm. And so one thing that we talk about is how do you intentionally put yourself and surround yourself with the people who are like-minded growth oriented, encouraging people to be around because the reality is, is that's how you accelerate the formula and accelerate your growth. If you're around these negative people, like you mentioned, or haters or people who are uh, saying you can't do it, or just people who don't know how to dream and don't really want to grow, it's going to affect you a lot. And so being intentional about changing that surrounding and get around people who are like-minded and get around your tribe to help you get where you want to go. You, you know, Ryan, you just reminded me again of a, a, a story again, many, many years ago, we, we sat having dinner with some friends and I'm going back a long time now. I, and I actually said, I've got an idea guys. And they went, what's that? I said, home delivery. And they went, what? I said, home delivery. I said, there'd be lots of people that don't like supermarket shopping. That's what I was thinking at the time. So how about if we set a home delivery company up? And they went, ah, Steve, you must be joking. Who would pay for that? And and I just dropped the idea <laughs> completely. And we sat here now. Oh, wow. Right. But I was, I was, I loved my friends to bits, but they, they weren't thinkers at that time. They were, they were, they were doers then, you know, and uh, there's one dream that got stole within about 10 minutes or so. And equally from my point of view, I probably wasn't strong enough to challenge it and had that belief in myself to make it happen. But so, yes, yeah, surround yourself with those. Again, people that I guess, Ryan, as well, not not always people that have been successful in everything they've done, because it's that when you sh- share the adversity, isn't it, that success happens again, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and you know, that example, Steve, let's say you're surrounded by entrepreneurs who sold businesses for a hundred plus million dollars and they said, well, Steve, no one will pay for that, blah, blah, blah. Well, that'll shut you down. But what if you were around somebody who's growth oriented and they said, Steve, wow, that's a really interesting idea. What would that look like? How yeah. would that, how would that play out? All of a sudden then you're encouraged with 
openness and uh, you're encouraged to go seek out that answer. And what you would probably have found is that there's actually a market for it because there is a market for it. It's very popular. But that's why it doesn't matter if you hang out with people who are, quote, successful, right? Mm. We're talking about people who are growth partners, people who want to grow with you and they want you to grow and they want to encourage you. That involves asking a good question, not yeah. involves like having a track record of success. Yeah, I, I, I love I love the phrase. Well, just let's let's explore that together. Yeah, you know, right. Like let, let's just explore it together. So, so Ryan, you know, we could talk for hours and hours about this. There's so many things we could talk about, and I'd love to chat another time with you about things as well. But, but you know, tell me about your book. Tell me about how people can find out more about you and get in touch. Yeah, the book's called The Intentional Day: A Proven Guide for Intentional Growth. And what it does is it walks you through the four steps I just said. And the first part of it is the science and research and psychology of how our brain works and how we actually achieve growth. And then the, the second third and the third third is actually the walking out the daily disciplines in a, in a path or a formula-esque way where you actually can achieve your own growth. So you can go from dreaming to actually doing and actually achieving. So that's the book. You can find me in the book at theintentionalday.com. And the best spot probably for all my content is on Instagram. It's at Ryan.intentionalday. Brilliant. Ryan, you're not on TikTok yet then? <laughs> not yet, Steve. I'm, I think the generation below me is there. I haven't quite figured that one. I've not figured TikTok <laughs> out yet. But uh, look, been a pleasure talking to you today. And uh, look forward to catching up with you again in the future and uh, getting the message out for you there. Thank you for joining us on Inspire Radio. Thank you, Steve. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Everything begins with an idea. But how do you turn the idea into a brand? Brand to Markets Pick and Mix Brand and Marketing Solutions provide the services you need to help your business thrive at a cost that won't break the bank. For more information, visit brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786590. That's brandtomarket.uk or call 07507 786590. Turn your idea into a brand with Brand to Market. Attention, please. We at HealthSpan would like to tell you something that, quite possibly, you didn't already know. Not all supplements are created equal. I know. Who'd have thought? We travel the entire globe to find the best ingredients for our vitamins and supplements, from the southern slopes of India for our turmeric to the cold, crisp seas of Greenland for our cod liver oil. Because that's the HealthSpan way. Well, there you go. It's not every day you learn something new, is it? We're HealthSpan. That's healthspan.co.uk. Vitamins and supplements, in-store or direct to your door. Inspire Radio. Well, that's all in this week's edition of Glass Half Full. If you'd like to join me as a guest on Glass Half Full, I would love to hear from you. Simply email me at inspire at inspireradio.co.uk. Just put in the subject line Glass Half Full, then leave me a message and I will get back to you. 
or maybe you'd like to advertise on your business on Glass Sarful, I'd love to hear from you there as well. Once again, the email, inspire and inspireradio.co.uk. Uh, check out Inspire Radio. We are online 24 hours a day, seven days a week, bringing feel-good music by day, relaxing music by night, and inspirational guests from around the world. Now, once again, a big thank you uh, to you for listening to this episode of Glass Are Full. The Glass Are Full is produced and presented by Steve Swinem. Copyright applies. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio.